Welcome back to another episode of The Wonderful, the Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Man, I'm your host as always, and today we're going to be diving into competence versus conduct. And I hope that your week is going well, uh, regardless of how it may have started. I hope the enthusiasm grows, even if it's frustrating and chaotic, but by aiming your mind, your actions this week towards doing things for yourself, especially midweek right now, you can improve your life and your circumstances. That's what I want to talk about today, circumstances. You know, so often we have bad Mondays or bad Tuesdays, and we think Wednesday is going to be the same. This could happen because maybe your kids are screaming and acting out, and you believe that the circumstances, the circumstances would never change when we're broke financially. You believe that your circumstances will always be the same. My mom's been like that since 1988. When in trouble, you feel like you'll never be able to get out of it. When the economy is bad, you believe it's never going to change. When life is difficult, we believe that it's always going to stay the same. And when we believe that, that's when we suffer the most. When we're in there cemented in this permanence, they end up destroying their lives forever. This is people in general. That's called defeat. So we have to be aware of our own mindset when we're viewing circumstances, right? And to be honest with you, guys, I had run into an unfortunate amount of circumstances. And this ranged from the unfortunate accident with my wife, which I'm not going to reveal anymore because I want to keep at least some part of my life personal. This could be because the situation that happened just after that, I call the one crazy bitch. And seeming how it all happened so quickly, especially just after, just a couple of weeks after I would no about a month after the wedding and then a death in the family, which doesn't make sense. A person who I just seen who seemed entirely okay was now in the casket and seen for the last time before he was burned. You know, it was a struggle to say the least from I guess you could say, you know, what is it, June 16th or June 17th, all the way until the end of the month. And sure, could circumstances at the time make it a little bit better? If we had stayed at a better hotel, would it have made it better? Sure. Being in Bangkok, would that have made it better? Yes. Being able to bring people all together at the same time, could that have made it better? Yes. Not taking two and a half hours or maybe three and a half hours or three hours of photos. Could that have made it better? Yes. But it didn't. And it happened. And I struggle just as maybe you struggle. Maybe you have less profit at work. Or maybe you have scared employees if you're employing people. Or you have judgmental customers. Or maybe you're looking at a fearful market. All that could really get to you looking at what the hell is going on in the world today. 
Hell, that could really get to you. Considering all the, oh my God, the world is burning. The world is burning. Oh my God, the hottest temperature in Arizona, 110. And I said, what the fuck? We had 123 20 years ago. What are you talking about? This is the fear mongering and the ignorance that is literally put out there into the culture scape, into our homes, into our living rooms. And we are constantly scared. And this is the topic of town. And this is how people react in very scareful ways. And, you know, I've been asked questions. Why doesn't it get to you? You know, when the unfortunate accident of a miscarriage had happened, seeing my wife crushed crushes me just as much as when I made my mom cry back in, I believe, 2000 or 2001. It crushed my soul. And seeing my wife cry crushes me too. Seeing my wife cry when she names the daughter that was supposed to be crushes my soul too. And I had to ask myself, Arsenio, why aren't you crying? Why doesn't it get to you? You know, and after all these years of overcoming racism and the things that you've had to deal with in the, at the end of June, why doesn't it bother you? Well, the thing is, I go through it with a good mindset. You know, and what to do when my problems are so big, such as losing a fetus that doesn't have a heart, didn't have the vessels connected, such as crazy bitch happening, although that set me down probably for the next, I'd have to say, 15 hours. You know, when those, and then next, you know, having to show the support to my wife when there was a death in the family. You know, when those problems are so big, what can you do? Well, I always keep a good mindset. It took a few days, but I realized that, well, if the child was born without a heart and they ended up getting a heart, I don't want to be that person that after a month, my baby died. You guys know the story. Maybe some of you do. In 2000, I woke up to a screaming lady, didn't know where the screaming was happening from. Looked at my back home window and I saw no one, but I kept hearing screaming and I'm talking loud screams saying, my baby died, help my baby, my baby died. Gigi, our next door neighbor, apartment C, her baby died. I walked into the living room, I saw the baby and it was, its body had already set into rigor mortis. Try moving the arm. And the arm, the arm didn't move. And it looked like the baby was crying. That was its last face. Baby was only born for about a month. Heard the same story just recently. Somebody else's baby had died just a month after birth. And I look at what had just happened recently as a blessing in disguise. As a Arsenio, well, to be honest, you don't know if this is a good egg, good sperm. If it's born. If it's, if it's born, if it ends up developing a heart, you don't know what's going to happen after it's born. You don't want to wake up one morning and your child is dead. You saw it 23 years ago. I keep that mindset. 
Arsenio, why didn't you cry? I couldn't. Cry about what? This was supposed to happen. If I was the baby, I would. if I was the fetus, the eight week, whatever you want to call it, I would not be, I would not want to be born with a bad heart or with ailments or with conditions. I wouldn't. And the thing is, I don't focus on the problems. I focus, and again, the circumstances and all the chaos and everything that surrounds it. I focus on solutions and I focus on the best interest of the other individual. And I focus on hurrying up and getting out of that situation. See, the reason why I say honor thy struggle is because the inevitability of the circumstances being part of it. We're supposed to face it and endure it and challenge it. And our growth comes from the circumstances that are difficult and unwanted. And I get it. Parenting is not easy. Hell, man, that was six weeks and five days of just treachery. No, I wouldn't even say treachery. That doesn't even make sense. That was just wretched, meaning it was grinded of my heart. Feeling that. And my wife was like, I don't want to go to work today, but I'm going to go to work today because I don't want you to see me sad all the time. And me having to nurse myself and tell myself, you know what, man, this is just so much. There's so much that's happening right now. I had to tell myself and say to myself, this isn't something that, again, that Les Brown had said before. Again, seeing that hard times have not come to stay. They have come to pass. You have to anticipate the long drive. See, children in all circumstances in life could be difficult. When you're younger, it could be very easy. But to be honest with you, when you grow hard, you know, you know, older, it's going to become much more. You know, people pass away. Business has ups and downs. People will leave you and they'll judge you and they'll betray you. But also know that there are people that are probably going to open those doors for you. I had a student in 2021 who opened that door for me. She introduced me to one of her, I don't know, aunts. I don't know who the fuck she was. But let's just say an aunt that she lived with at the time and introduced me to her and she's like, hey, in four months, nothing. But then around Thanksgiving, she came back into my life. We said everything and she paid the big lump sum of money. And to be honest with you, I'm, I just want to give you both sides of the story that Yes, people are going to judge you and betray you, but there are going to be people who open doors for you. In order to survive, you need to have a solution-mindedness. Do you have to deal with it? Yes. You know, and you're going to have to say to yourself, okay, well, let's deal with this. You know, you're either going to suffer or you're going to adopt a positive mindset. You can speak terribly of the world, the situation. Or say, you know what, it's here, let's make it happen. Let's get to it. And that's what circumstances versus conduct is. See, I don't f- focus so much on circumstance. I do, I do sometimes. And it sets in, especially in the morning. But regardless of it, I'm going to show up and work my process. Do the work. I'm going to persist. I'm going to bring my best, my best self. 
I'm going to struggle through it, probably throughout the day and fight through it. And no matter how big the problem is, you know what? I'm going to give it the best I can. Of course, get up and just be a grumpy old jerk and, you know, (laughs) you know, just be an asshole or being gay, spirited, faithful. It's a choice. We need to focus less on the circumstance and more on the change. You have to experience, and guess what? You're going to experience so many situations and so many different things that, yes, understand that this too will pass as it did in high school. Your first fucking date. I remember I had Del Taco, the first date I ever had. I believe it was 2007. Jesus Christ, that was 16 years ago. And I still remember that first date. It was very awkward. It was a lot of her always smirking, smile, you know, I guess you could say in. <laughs> Man, I guess you could say in a vengeful way. But nonetheless, that awkward first job, that shitty first job, that shitty first job in Melbourne, Australia. Fuck me. That shitty first job in Sydney, Australia. It passed. I moved through it. And you did. You got better. The circumstance changed. And if it didn't, it's up to us to change our conduct, our approach to it. See, the last couple of years has been chaos. And again, if you think about it, you're always upset. You know, you're upset and you're blaming everyone. That creation of division. That discouragement. That dispiritedness. Being defeated. Nothing was happening, especially at the dawn of COVID. Into the, oh, I'm sorry, 2021. Jesus Christ, I remember jo- I remember January 1st sitting in one of the best Thai restaurants at the time, now closed. One of my favorites right here in the neighborhood. And I remember getting a message or seeing the news saying that the government has shut down everything again countrywide over some fucking COVID cases from migrant workers in a specific, in, in like in a specific and a particular section of Bangkok, shut down the whole fucking country. I remember fearing that and feeling that my spirit just go away. Cause I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? And my friend at the time, my now wife, told me, well, how can you be proactive? I remember driving up that area now that I drive a bicycle up. Didn't never, th- didn't never thought that would ever happen in a million years. But she, I was like, you know what? Let me be proactive. Let me see how I could react to this. But a lot of people just kept thinking chaos, 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 as they should. My job was shut down from April 2021 to December 2021. I did not see them for that long. The women. The woman who I still keep in contact with today, Fern, she did. She got paid half a salary from home. What could she possibly do with a half salary? To be honest with you, everything opened up, I, I believe, February to about April. And then next, you know, Alpha and the variant, you know, the, the, the whole variant thing had come out. And then all hell broke loose. And that was the end from April all the way. My wife was near someone who had COVID. 
I was scared, but then at the same time I was doing webinars and I was pumping out content on a Facebook page that a lot of people were, and a lot of people were watching and stuff like that and ended up changing a lot about me, about my life, about my capabilities. And to be honest with you, my focal point wasn't on the circumstance. It was on our conduct and it was about seeking clarity. A lot of people going back to the chaos are obsessed with the chaos. Me, I prevailed through it. Hell, there was a Mexican student, a random Mexican student who I no longer speak to. She ended up buying my course and a couple of other things. And guess what? She was in Mexico City. In TOEFL ITP, and I still remember, I was so unbelievably happy in May and June. It was like 7 p.m., 8 p.m. My then friend, my now wife, I said, I think things are going to change forever. And it's because I learned a new approach. And my purpose, see, my approach, a lot of people believe that it has to be in a certain circumstance. But the thing is, conduct is clarity, staying open. Asking people about things. My uh, friend, but now wife at the time, a proactive approach to everything. Not shutting down and blowing up into chaos, which becomes a bigger problem. See, I really went broke, people. You probably don't know this. And a lot of you out there in Germany listen to me. But in November... After a phenomenal engagement and everything that had happened in November, shit, I went broke. You know what? What was I obsessed about? Bills. I was I was obsessed about bills. Destiny Child or Destiny's Child. I don't know what it is. 1999. One of my favorite songs of all time. And I was obsessed about it, not because of a woman, because I had to pay them. And based on everything at that time, I don't even know what I was spending my money on at that time. Home renovations, I have no idea. But to be honest with you, boom, it was gone. And I remember just having about $30 to my name. Man, I remember having $30 to my name. This hadn't been the brokest that I had been since probably 2013 when I had $10 to my name. And I said, man, never again am I ever going to go through this ever again. And I got out of it because guess what? I didn't focus on the circumstance. I focused on the solution. And to be honest with you, when I got obsessed of it and obsessed of the bills, most of the day, I was getting down about circumstances, the losing the money, the things that I had caused. The ineptitude of me, the inexperience of goddamn Arsenio, how the fuck did you not know that? And I found myself in a hole and it was difficult. But to be honest with you, December rolled around, it was all right. January rolled around, it was the best month financially of my life. But at that time, man, I was so disengaged. I was shocked. I was still paying a condo that I wasn't even staying in. 
literally at the time. The last time I had stayed in that condo was October of last year during the floods. But other than that, I hadn't stayed in there. And I was like, man, I got to pay this. Oh, my God, I got to move out. I got to do this. I got to do that. All these different things, <laughs> you know, all these different things. And to be honest with you, I, was, I wasn't focusing on the conduct that would help the situation, that would help itself, that would help me and my now fiance at the time. I wasn't thinking of the next right action of integrity. I wasn't thinking of that. Okay, you know what? This sucks, but what am I going to do about it? How can I add value to the students that I have lives? You know, the marketing. Who and what is one person that I could reach out to for help? I remember I sat down with my wife. I don't know when it was. It was October or November. And I said, man, to be honest with you, I'm stressed. And she sat up and she looked at me. She said, what's going on? I said, well, this, 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 all in terms of finances, this student, this person was supposed to pay this. They didn't pay this, all these different things. And she's like, how much you got saved up? And I said, this much. She said, how did you get yourself in that? And I said, I don't know. But when I actually thought about it, I knew exactly. I said to myself, okay, Arsenio, boy, you better figure your shit out. And I did. And I got lucky. And that same person who came into my life then, it's coming into my life now. I got very complacent over the last five months, January, February, March, April, May. Boy, these are the most successful months of my life. We're talking ridiculous amounts. But then I kind of lost sight of what I was supposed to do. And based on all the things that happened during the wedding and me feeling sorry for myself for the next three weeks, that ended up happening. I cry. And to be honest with you, I needed to focus on how am I going to win the day? By the end of the day, how am I going to take a beat to recalibrate, to do the number one, two, three things that are going to push things forward? I didn't even think of that. And so... People have a tendency of always being upset with circumstance and screaming at others and making them less and getting angry. And that's okay, but not to scream, but to make those people bigger. And that's what happy people do. They find a way in the darkness to ignite that match. You! can still find a way to move forward. And that's the thing. It's not just about positive thinking, affirmations and all these things. It's something beyond that. It's the human being in general continuing to survive in those circumstances. You get to choose your self-talk, your thoughts, your plan of action. That's what conduct is. And to be honest with you, after everything that had happened, and because I said, I got so many things I need to pay for this year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And all these students were coming in. And all these results are coming in. I'm like, oh, my God. It's so amazing. I can't believe it. The 100 in the 130 in total and all these different things. And to be honest, man, it comes back to my circumstance. And I say to myself, God damn it. 
after all the things that have happened, why am I not getting this? Why am I not getting that? I'm focusing on circumstance rather than conduct. And a lot of you are probably focusing on conduct. Oh, I'm sorry, circumstance. So how could you begin to focus on conduct? To focus on that little thing that could probably bring this in. Learning a new skill. Reaching out to somebody. Speaking to somebody in regards to things that you're probably going through. Kirk Cousins, quarterback, Minnesota Vikings. He actually speaks to a psychologist, not because he's fucking crazy. A lot of people, you know, hurry up and say, oh, my God, psychologist, that means you're crazy. No, motherfucker, I want to get my thoughts out. And that person is able to separate the thoughts and say, "Okay, you got a couple of things you need to get through. A coach is the best thing that this individual could do. So what can you do? Over and out.